Welcome to the Making Waves at Sea Level podcast with your host, Tom Singer. In each episode, we will explore the interesting stories of business executives, entrepreneurs, and industry leaders who are shaking things up and growing their companies. It is time to make some waves. Now here's your host, Tom Singer. Hey, hey, and welcome to another episode of Making Waves at Sea Level. Thank you so much for being part of this show. So my name is Tom Singer, and gosh, six years ago, I started this podcast. The original name of the show was Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do, and I did 574 episodes under that title. And then a few weeks ago, we swapped it up. We changed it, took a little bit of a branding change, a little different direction, and created Making Waves at Sea Level. My hope is that I am going to have the opportunity to bring to you, the listener of this podcast, really in-depth and interesting interviews with CEOs, CFOs, CIOs, CMOs, and really any business leader who is making waves. Uh, That's what I've always done, although I've focused sort of on entrepreneurship and people who built businesses. And now we're going to focus a little bit more on the people who take on leadership roles and really make things happen. And uh, we're still going to do some episodes where it's just me coming, kind of chiming in and, and talking. And then there'll be the random episode where I meet someone cool who maybe they're not a business leader, but they're doing really interesting things. And in whatever field they're in, they're making waves. So how did I come up with the name Making Waves at Sea Level? So I've done a little bit of pivoting in my own career. Those of you who know me know that I have worked for the last 11 years as a professional speaker and trainer, and I love that. And I have been a solo opener. I've truly just worked for myself, by myself, uh, making a decent living, traveling the world, getting to give presentations. But in 2020, the live meeting business got a little smack in the face and pretty much everything I had booked for the rest of the year and maybe just maybe 2020 could have been my record year after 11 years of doing this, everything came to a complete halt. So one of the things I did is I joined one of my clients. I joined their company doing business development for an executive search firm called Stanton Chase. Uh, Amazing company with a stellar reputation. I had the honor to speak at their international partners meeting a few years ago and started talking then to uh, the person who ran the Austin office who now runs North America about why I thought I was a good fit to work for their company and why I've always kind of thought that executive search was the perfect industry to marry all of my experiences and talents and things that I get really passionate about doing because I love seeing people connect and really find opportunities. So I started that recently as well. And because of all of those changes and everything that's going on, I needed a new focus for the podcast. I, I needed to put a fire under myself. Plus, in my role in executive search, that's what I'm doing is I'm working with companies who are looking to place key leadership roles in order to be able to facilitate amazing growth and and impact their company in so many different ways. So that's why I made the change. And uh, I hope that you will like the guests that we have scheduled coming up. Uh, You can go back and listen to the last few episodes that we did. I'm really proud of the work. Uh, I'm looking for ideas. If you're a regular listener of this show and there's something you want to see happen in this new world of making making waves at sea level, please reach out to me. Just send me an email, tom at tomsinger.com, or heck, you can direct message me on your favorite social media platform because I'm on most of them. Not all of them, but many. Uh, today's show is going to be a little different. As I said, I'm still going to do some shows that are just me. 
And earlier this morning, I uh, was part of what's called a speaker showcase. Uh, that is a thing oftentimes in the past they've been done in person and meeting planners fill a ballroom. In this case, it was done virtually and there were people watching on Facebook Live. And uh, I recorded the audio from this and thought I would just share it because this is something that I think is really important. Uh, the title of my talk that I've been doing for companies and associations since March uh, that I've done in webinar format is called social tightening while social distancing. We've talked about it a little bit before on the old cool things entrepreneurs do, uh, but this showcase, uh, I had the chance to kind of do a short like 10 minute, 15 minute presentation. I think it came out to about 11 minutes uh, presentation on sort of the broad brush of what this whole idea of social tightening is about. And I'll talk about it in the, the, the audio that I'm going to play for you in just a second, but I want you to think really clearly about something. If you have a company you, or you work for a company and you're part of a team, you have competitors. Are your competitors doing a better job at connecting with their clients and their prospects? And remember this, their prospects are your clients. In this world of COVID and work from home and quarantine, are they doing a better job of making connections, making, growing, and keeping business relationships? Because if they're doing a better job than your team, they're going to be the ones with all the business as the world sort of shakes itself out. I think we're still going to be in this quarantine, work from home, social distance world for the foreseeable future, certainly probably most of 2020 and into 2021. You can't sit back and wait for the phone to ring. You can't imagine that your clients are going to wait for you to reappear when things get back to normal because there is no normal. Things aren't going to be the same as they were. No matter what happens, there's going to be shifts. There's going to be changes. So if you've got a company, you have to be thinking and you've got to get your team members thinking about what can I do to make sure that we're tightening those relationships, that we're making those relationships more important. So I'm sharing with you the audio portion of this online virtual showcase presentation that I did earlier today because I think it might inspire some of you to really get your team going. And I'm making an offer to the first five people who reach out to me and maybe I won't get any, maybe I'll get 20, but I probably can only do about five of these. I'm going to offer at no charge to do this uh, presentation for your team and host an interactive roundtable executive briefing just about how can we get people more engaged in this world of everything being virtual. So take a listen to what I've got for you on today's episode. And if it's something that really resonates with you and it's something that you want your team to be one of those who will get that, that uh, uh, pro bono roundtable so we can talk about this deeper, reach out to me at Tom, T-H-O-M, at TomSinger.com. That's T-H-O-M-S-I-N-G-E-R.com. And uh, you could also message me on social media or you could call me 512-970-0398. Uh, I'd love to work with your team if you're one of the ones that, that call. Heck, if you're not one of the ones that call, I'll probably do it at a super reasonable budget for you because uh, A, I really care about this message and B, I think your team needs it. So let's find a way to make it work. All right, so here is uh, the audio from my presentation, Social Tightening While Social Distancing for the National Speakers Association Austin Chapter Speaker Showcase that was held on July 15, 2020. Imagine for just a minute, I mean, think about this. What if every single one of your competitors 
was doing an amazing job right now during this whole COVID pandemic quarantine era, what if your competitors were doing a fantastic job at keeping in touch with their customers, with their prospects, and with the rest of the community? Would that give them a competitive advantage over you? And I want you to think about this for just a minute. Their prospects are your customers. Is your competition doing a better job of staying connected during this time of social distancing? Think about this. The world, businesses have gone through so much change, like three to five years worth of change just in the last three to five months. And it's been hard. The last few months, it's like been a tough couple of years crammed into just a four-month period. However, you can't ignore one of the most important things out there, and that is the relationships that you have with people. Now, when I come in and work with teams, I talk about sort of three buckets that help you get from your potential to better performance. And those buckets, they all work together. The first one is your plans. And that is all about goal setting. Have you really thought through what it is you're trying to accomplish this year? Having a plan, targets that you're shooting for, no matter what the situation in the economy, that plan, those goals are going to help you move forward. But that's not what I'm talking about in this video. But the second bucket is about having passion. Do you and the people you work with, do you love your job? Are you committed? Do you have that burning feeling inside of you that you want to be the best in your industry? Because if not, you're probably never going to reach that top level. But that's not what I'm going to talk about either. I'm going to talk today about that third bucket, the most important bucket, and that is people. Let's face it, all opportunities in life come from people. And people out there, your customers and your prospects, people like to do business with people who they know, like, and trust. But this whole idea of social distancing or physical distancing, it's not normal for the way we've done business for hundreds of years. People need to be in front of other people. We need to have those conversations. We want to feel connected to others. We want to do business with people we know and we like and we trust but we live in a time where safety has to come first. There are so many things that we have to do. So people are working from home. They're turning to Zoom. But I don't know anybody who says, wow, sitting on a Zoom call is as good as being there face-to-face with a client. And yet, that's where we stand. We have to do things using digital tools, using Zoom. We have to be physically distanced for the time being. But that doesn't mean that you shouldn't be socially tightening You have to be the person who takes ownership of those relationships that you have with people. Now, here's the thing. As you connect with people, as you reach out, my recommendation is you have to be very focused on being more personal and less broadcast. So, over the past several months, I've noticed the amount of inbound newsletter emails that I get have gone through the roof. Everybody's trying to stay connected. They're trying to social tighten, but they're doing it in ways that aren't really being effective for the most part. I will tell you, if I get a bulk email with some generic subject line, the odds of me opening it are very low. But if I get a personal outreach, if I get a personal connection, that's when I'm going to actually remember who it was who reached out. And I'm probably going to have some sort of a back and forth interaction with them. So be more personal and less broadcast in everything that you do. Don't clutter someone's email boxes with things that don't matter to them. However, on the flip side, when they know that you care, when you've taken the time to notice them, they'll never forget that. 
Because let's face it, there has been an epidemic of loneliness going on in this country and around the world a lot longer than there has been the coronavirus. So this whole idea of loneliness, it was sort of brought into the, brought to the, the limelight by Dr. Vivek Murthy. Now, Dr. Murthy was the 19th Surgeon General of the United States under President Barack Obama. And when he became Surgeon General, he was looking into things around the country like the opioid, opioid crisis and other things. And one of the things he discovered was that underlying so many problems that we have is this epidemic of loneliness. And he released a book in April 2020 called Together. That's all about how can we take the time to remember that we have to stop and see people. So if your clients, if your prospects, which are your competitors' clients, if those people are feeling distant, disconnected, or alone, and you have the ability to reach out to them and connect, it's not just about getting the next sale. You owe it to them as a person. And this is something I talk a lot about when I do training, that we have to really get back to that person-to-person, not just some sort of Facebook ad, social media, TikTok advertising campaign. So how do we even socially tighten? What does that even mean? Well, in just a couple minutes, I'm going to share the five points that I talk to everybody about. But here's the thing. When I teach networking skills, the networking that I teach is not necessarily the networking that's right for you. The way you're going to interpret these things has to work with your personality. It has to be right for your industry. But I'm going to give you these ideas on the surface. And if you'd like to go deeper, have me talk to your team, we can do deep dives into every one of these. The first one is, you have to reach out. Nobody is going to reach out to you. Now, that's not true. Some people will, but you have to take ownership of every single relationship that you want to cultivate during this social distancing time or when the world gets back to some sort of normalcy. Be the person who takes ownership of every single relationship and make sure that you're looking for ways to reach out to people. And secondly, when you do that, make sure that you're providing value and that you're offering some way to help them. If everything you do is, hi, this video, I want to tell you about me, that's ridiculous, and they're getting plenty of those. If you can find a way to provide value, if you can really offer a way to help them, they're going to stop and notice you. And number three, you got to use the digital tools that exist. Now, if you've ever seen me speak at a conference or if I've done training in your company, you know that I talk about the power of face-to-face, that being in front of somebody, there's nothing else like it. When you can make a connection at a conference or however you're sitting across the table from somebody, boom, that's where the magic happens. But right now, live meetings aren't taking place. And for the foreseeable future, they're not going to. So here's the tip. Don't run from the social media, digital, and mobile tools that are out there. Embrace them. Use them. We have LinkedIn and Facebook and YouTube and Twitter and TikTok and Instagram. There's so many ways that you can connect with people. Take the time to find out what tools the people in your world use and make sure that you're being visible to them, but also always offering that way to help. Number four, be creative. Even if you're sending a bulk email, find a way to make that subject line creative because I just delete every email that comes in. But if something catches my eye, if it's creative, if it's fun, if it has value, then I'm going to open it. If I open it, there's more of a chance that if there's some sort of a connection, I'm going to reach back out. But you also want to be creative in those one-in-one ways that you connect with people. Early on, like halfway through the quarantine, a couple months in, I received in the mail a $5 Starbucks card from somebody who 
I know, but they wanted to make sure they were keeping in touch with me. And they said, here's the deal. As soon as your local Starbucks opens, you go to Starbucks and buy a coffee. We'll jump on Zoom and we'll have a digital coffee together. That was awesome. And as soon as my Starbucks opened, I went and I got a grande nonfat vanilla latte and spent 45 minutes on the phone or Zoom having a conversation with this person. Using the tools helps you keep those relationships alive. And in some cases, you might even be able to cultivate new networking connections. And number five, you have to be transparent. If you're struggling, don't fake it till you make it. Don't put on that face and tell everybody, oh, I'm setting record numbers during you know, this crisis, if you're not. There are some people who are thriving, and that's great. I cheer for them. But there's a lot of people who are struggling. And if you're one of those people, just be honest with the people that you're talking to. Let them know what's going on. Some of them might have ideas or ways that can help you out of that area. So one of the things I did when this whole crisis began is I made a commitment that every day, Monday through Friday, I was going to schedule a meeting with one smart person. I wanted to be curious about what other people thought because in my world as a speaker and a trainer, there isn't a lot of business. Most meetings have evaporated and there's not as much virtual online work as people think. So I talked to people in my industry. I talked to meeting planners. I talked to people across industry lines and asked, what do you think I could do? Here's the situation I'm facing. And most of them want to help. All of them tried to give ideas. And some of the 60 plus people I've talked to now have given me ideas that have allowed me to stay in business and be able to work around everything that's going on. So make sure that you're utilizing that that mastermind of the people who you already know. Talk to at least one smart person a day and listen. But remember, you also have to be there to help them and give them ideas of what can get them through all this. So we're going to get through this crisis. Eventually, the coronavirus will become a thing of the past. However, in the meantime, remember that all opportunities in life come from people. And if your competition is doing a better job than you, at social tightening, at keeping those relationships alive, at cultivating new relationships with their customers and their prospects, who, as I said, their prospects are your customers. If they're doing a better job of it, when we get out the other side, they're going to be the ones who are winning the new business. There's no more time to wait. It's going to be a while before society returns to a lot of live meetings and face-to-face sales calls. But in the meantime, You and the people you work with, you need to socially tighten in this time of socially distancing because relationships are going to be what pay off in the long run. Thank you for listening to the Making Waves at Sea Level podcast. Without your listening to these in-depth conversations, there would be no show. Connect with Tom at TomSinger.com and follow him on Twitter and Instagram at TomSinger. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.